I'm Joe. And I'm Roddy. And you've joined us for Stage Door. We have a fantastic hour yet again, talking all things theatre, film and arts, including... Lifting the curtain, giving you the inside info of all that's going on nationally, locally and digitally. And we're snooping around backstage to bring you the news and the gossip. Then, of course, we'll highlight our pick of the week. You can join us and take part in Name That Show. That's right. Can you guess the musical from the little snippets of music? We also have our quick quiz where Joe fires five theatre questions at me and I beg for your help. (laughs) And later on in the show, don't miss Out of the Vault where we share the plot from a show that you might not have heard of. Then don't miss our spotlight interview with local actor Alex Borman live with us in the studio. And that's all coming before midday here at Stage Door. You're listening to River Radio live across the Thames Valley. Oh, it's so good to be here. Oh, isn't it lovely? What is happening with the weather? We seem to be going from, just to start British, we seem to be going from uh, British weather to Australian weather. Have you got some kind of magic influence? Hey, uh, if only I did, buddy. No, it's really weird, isn't it? We seem to be having summer one day, winter the next. Yeah, and it's very humid as well, which I can't stand. Makes it very difficult to know what to wear. Oh. Speaking of what to wear, I'm going to press night (gasps) Tell me, tell Uh, me. I mean, I'm going to be wearing what I'm wearing because I forgot when I left the house. Okay. I'm going to tell you more about it later, but I'm very excited. Oh. Partly because there's free wine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, what I'm excited about is the third person in the studio today. Absolutely. The elephant in the room, no (laughs) offence. This is the first time, Roddy, that there's been three of us from the start of the show. This is very exciting. Usually, we just sort of have it at the interview time at the end. In our sort of cupboard that we've got here, the River Radio studio. We've got three of us here today, because who's here, Joe? It is the fabulous actor Alex Borman, and he is a local um, person as well, which is amazing. Absolutely. He um, grew up in Marlow, is that right, Alex? Yeah, yeah. Gr- grew up in Marlow, moved here when I was six, I guess. Okay. Well, and, welcome. Yeah, and we obviously know him and are looking forward to explaining why we know you. Yeah. But also, you know, all the amazing things he's done since he's graduated and trained, and so, yeah. Very exciting to find out all about that in our Spotlight interview, as I mentioned. But also, because he's here the whole hour, Alex, we're going to get you involved in uh-huh. naming that show. You can jump in on the quiz. You can try yep. and help me so that I don't look like the turkey I always look like. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be much help. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon you will. Right, you can start off with Name That Show. Name That now, I've very much put this here as retribution Go for on. Joe. Now, do you recognise that? No. Oh, interesting. Alex? I mean, I recognise it, but yeah. I, I could not tell you what that's okay, from. Okay, interesting. I, I now, have heard it before, yeah, but I just... Through the course of the hour, you get three different snippets. So yeah. every time it should get a little bit easier. And of course, Roddy has chosen this one. Let's just, I have. Let's just say that. <laughs> Contextually. Because, yes, because he goes for certain styles, so... I do, although do. I have been inspired by last week... Okay. ...when we had Sound of Music. We did, yeah. Because I thought that era-wise, it might be nice for those people who were craning their necks. You yeah. know, there were people, I like to call them a cerebral clutcher when people grip the back of their neck to try and drag the answer to the front of their brain sure uh, we had one of those we had somebody write in Absolutely. saying i've had to go and look it up so yeah. uh, maybe this in the same era you'll be able to guess we're okay. looking for the show what's this right so 
Yeah. And okay. Some kind of. I mean, I've given you era. Yes, which is lovely. The next lyric would give it away, but that's coming oh, up later on. Oh. Okay. Oh, that's great then. Right. Let's fish around in our CVs. Okay. So, Roddy, uh, Alex, this is kind of where we sort of share who we are and maybe why we have the right to have this program. <laughs> Even at the microphone, yeah. <laughs> If, we don't, if you don't answer correctly, it gets wrestled away from yeah, you, Joe. Yeah. Wrench it from my grip. Um, so, uh, Roddy, I thought we'd talk about um, roles that we wished we could play. Now, I know there's several that you have been up for and got so close to getting, and really you deserve, I'm going to say. Oh, thank you. Um, and maybe, Alex, we can talk to you about that as well. But what, what would you like to do that you Is haven't done? Is this something done? that I'm not allowed to do? I, because because there are several that I'd love to do. I'd love to be Puck at the RSC. Yeah. Uh, but specifically in the Swan. Oh. Because they always programme Midsummer Night's Dream in the main house because it can sell it. Sure. Um, but actually, the Swan is the perfect space for Midsummer Night's Dream because it looks like a copse. It looks like a nice little clearing yeah. in the wood. Um, you could decorate the auditorium. I would have it dressed as trees. Sure. Um, and the lighting splintering through. And it would feel like you'd run away to mm. the, the forest. And it would just be stunning because that space, you can... Uh, I've done a couple of amateur things there when I was younger and you, you they're in a cocoon you've yeah. got them there right in front of you it's such an intimate space um, okay. but so that's that is I'd like to think feasible um, but ones that I definitely can't do I would love to be the trunchbull but because Bertie Carvel is over six foot and casting directors always look to fill the mould of the person who originally played it. Oh, I it, think it'd be hilarious if I, you did that. Well, what, a sh- little short one? Yeah. yeah. Well, unfortunately, I'm not then short enough in the Tom Hollander world to be so short that it's then funny out the other side. So, yeah, I'm just a boring five foot seven, but I'd love to be the yeah. trunchbull. The discipline song is essentially how I teach anyway. Certainly okay. little ones. Well, your flatmate, Al, who's also a professional actor, did... Uh, that role for us at Jam. Oh, yeah. Do you it's remember? It's taller. See, even you're casting over six foot people. <laughs> this is heightest. But it was also because you weren't available. On the- <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell Al that. And actually, I was available. No, I was. On a Saturday, yes, you're never I- available. Well, I Don't think you're Don't give me fine. that, Roddy. Now, Alex, what would you do? Uh, you know, I like that little diversion. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'm stuck between you and my flatmate, so no one's coming out from Al's this well. awesome, so it's fine. Not yeah. me. What would you do if you had any any choice of part? Oh, it's such a big question. Um, I've always wanted to do Sweeney Todd. Oh, um, yeah. And there's no character in it that I wouldn't like to play. Okay. Um, I, I mean, I'm drawn to Sweeney Todd himself. I think that would be fun. Yeah. Um, but the judge as well. Yeah. There's uh, who's Sasha Baron Cohen's character when yep. he is it the um, the guy that's uh, the hairdresser yes. in the in the street. Oh, there's so many in that. But I've never. Well, I went to drama school and we never did musicals. So oh, really? Never got a. It's really weird because some drama schools like Rada do have a musical in their final year. Yeah, yeah. There were songs. Yeah. Um, there was plenty of songs, but yeah, never a full musical. Well, lucky you learnt how to sing. Prior to going to I drama know, school, I know. <laughs> <laughs> little, little reference there, I think, probably to the Jam Academy, yes. <laughs> of which Mar- uh, of which Joe's the artistic director, uh, based here in Marlow, which yeah. we'll talk more about later. Yep. That would be a great one. Villains are fun. We've both mm. gone for villains, you notice. Mm. What would you do? Okay, I've been told I'd make a good Norma Desmond in Sunset Boulevard. So I don't know Sunset Boulevard other than the title song. Oh no, it's a great number. It's a, it's about. <laughs> And Elaine Page plays the end of it. No, 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 every no. Every week. No, no, no. Oh, does she? Yeah, Oh, yeah. okay. All right. I think so. No, yeah. So, she's a woman who's a little bit um, 
deluded. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Keep going. Go. <laughs> yeah, I can see this. Can you? Yeah, yeah. What else? An older woman who okay. is a bit deluded that yeah. she is still a star. Okay. <laughs> I don't see any barriers. <laughs> Oh dear. Thanks a lot, Roddy. Well, it's been really lovely. <laughs> and I was never seen again. Right, let's lift the curtain. Okay, so we've been tiptoeing behind the scenes. To find out what's been going on. Yeah. I thought we'd start with Andrew Lloyd Webber watch. since oh, Well, we've mentioned him the last couple of weeks, because two weeks ago yeah. we were excited about him saying he was going to go to jail. Yep. It, go to prison I thought well done you sticking your neck out then he decided to take sole charge of the only uh, UK pilot programme oh, in theatre to open Cinderella and to say that it was the only new thing happening was <laughs> disgusting and then, and then he dialed back very quickly frantically backpedalling to say that um, uh, after a long week of government delay and confusion I cannot and will not take part in a pilot scheme around the reopening of theatres as suggested by the Prime Minister I've made it crystal clear have you that I would only be able to participate if others were involved and the rest of the industry, theatre and music, were treated equally. Uh, this has not been confirmed to me. So he has d- bowed down in the face of massive pressure, i.e. the rest of the industry going, um, hello, hey, hello, over here, just because yeah. you're a Tory peer. Yeah. Um, so I'm sad that, that, you know, we don't have a theatre pilot properly. Uh, I've got a little bit of gossip for oh, you. Oh, yeah. So you know how Sutton Foster, we've spoken about her coming over from America. Do you know Sutton Foster? I don't, Broadway. I don't. Legend, basically, coming over to play the lead in Anything Goes. But she recently was seen um, being quite racist on a YouTube clip. So uh, Twitter is still, even this week, um, quite adamant about boycotting the show. You know, lots of professional actors. Have they responded? The producers done anything about it? No, I still haven't seen a single thing about it. It's fascinating, that, isn't it? Have you ever watched The Thick of It? The, no. um, oh, it's a BBC programme with you, Malcolm Tucker, played by Doctor Who, right. Peter Capaldi. Yeah. It's basically Capaldi. sweary Peter Capaldi, but okay. it's, oh, it, I mean, it's right up my street because it's political comedy satire, but it shows just how much of a show behind the scenes politics right. is. Yeah. Um, Armando Iannucci, who's the creator of it, who's just a brilliant satirist, was asked, why haven't you made more? And he's like, well, because once upon a time you were exposing what's going on behind the scenes as being inept, and now you can just see that full frontal, you know, yeah. you see that, it, you get all of that, it is looming large. But it always makes me giggle when you, you can see what the PR is doing there, which is just low, low, don't say anything yeah. for a bit and we'll see if it blows over. Yeah. And of course it isn't going to blow over, it's only going to turn yeah. into a tornado. I'm sure she's probably, you know, a nice person and had no clue what she was doing. Well, actually, well, no, I can't say that because I've seen it myself. Ah. Yeah. yeah, you said yeah, it's yeah. not a good video. It's not good. Well, we mentioned Andrew Lloyd Webber's uh, backpedalling on that temp pilot scheme, but it does seem that theatres had a bit of a low-key return. I obviously enjoyed yep. doing that show and we had socially distanced audiences. Yeah. I suppose it's just that disappointment of looking forward to a full auditorium. I know. Because theatre works with, you know, you need to be next to people. It's The chemistry works like electricity. It spreads yeah. like fire. Um, so uh, it's quite disappointing that when you're allowed 140,000 at Silverstone or 12,000 at Ascot or Goodwood's going to be full, Wimbledon's building up. Sure, that they are all outdoors. I do get that. Um, so there's space. Uh, but it is very difficult, you know, all, albeit 60% of the, even two-thirds, I think, 66% of the Euros um, final, semi-final and final yeah. will be full capacity or 
Two thirds full at Wimbledon. Not Wimbledon. That's where you play tennis. What's it called? Begins with W. Wembley. Wembley. Uh, <laughs> I know nothing about football. Fine if the stands are free, but then they all go outside and they bounce up and down in Trafalgar Square. And you think, oh, can yeah. I just sit very quietly and watch Les Mis, please? <laughs> so there's been a slightly muted return. It's a little bit like the um, the trumpet of joy's got a brass mute ram down it. But something exciting's been happening locally in in Windsor. In Windsor, I know I'm so, so excited. We've mentioned this before, and really and truly, you've got to get your act together. So Ian McCallan, Fran- uh, Francesca Annis, there's so many people in this amazing cast. Jonathan Hyde. Of Hamlet at the Theatre Royal in Windsor. And I'm going on Monday night. When are you going? I'm not sure. Plans. It's supposed to be next Tuesday. I'm yeah. still waiting for them to... I'm being very good. I'm like an obedient Labrador, just sitting... No, I, no I'm exactly the same, because unfortunately, they weren't anticipating the extra four weeks, and so they're now having to readjust. Totally understand, and it's an amazing sort of nightmare yeah who who's gonna do it but i actually have a spare ticket so oh, um nice. alex as Hello. a <laughs> <laughs> yes. budding uh actor yes uh, would you like my spare ticket to see I sir mccullen and hamlet love the spare ticket <laughs> amazing the That's ticket giveaway amazing. live on air yeah. i know oh fantastic yeah so you're gonna go i'm gonna and go when are you going you're going on monday yeah so yeah i'm gonna give you the best seat possible I yeah I'm very very appreciative of you being here clearly oh <laughs> that's lovely yeah and um, now have you ever seen woman in black yes have you not the stage version not the stage. you've seen the film I've, seen I've not the seen the film it's, it's all right many, yeah it's all right. yeah and um, I've seen it on stage I hugely enjoyed it it's touring so that's taking okay. it out I think this is really a long-standing plan that's been knocked forwards mm. um, but it's coming through Oxford which I think is about as close as we get to the Thames Valley yep. so it's coming through Oxford on the 19th of July for mm-hmm. one week so if you've never seen the woman in black and you like a little creepy night I mean nothing more atmospheric than sitting in a dark room with strangers and being uh, freaked out and screaming and speaking of what's coming to Oxford as well Priscilla uh, Queen of the desert is coming is it yeah and uh, we're going to have hopefully an interview with one of uh, the actors in that show very shortly Ali Daniel yeah and Macbeth at Norden Farm Fab. So uh, it's a. Uh, it's only there for one night. It's there on the 9th of July, uh, and okay. it looks like it's a, a group of um, actors calling themselves the Handlebards. Quite nice that they travel <laughs> around on bikes. Uh, so that looks like it'll be. It's I an all-female like troupe at Norden Farm. It's a bicycle-powered production of the classic. So if you fancy seeing Macbeth done in an unusual outdoor way, then that's at Norden Farm on the 9th of July. Now this isn't got a date yet, but I'm very very excited that they're doing a musical adaptation of Thelma and. Louise. I saw that. Do you know, I saw that and I thought, I'm not going to write that down because Joe will have it. (laughs) (laughs) And yes, I do. So that's really amazing, isn't it? So the movie 1991 um, is now being uh, made for the stage and I cannot wait. Cannot wait. Have they said where it's going? No, not yet. Um, I'm just... I mean, this still hasn't even happened yet. So it's going to be written, the script is going to be written by Hallie Pfeiffer. And singer-songwriter Nico Case is going to work on the songs, yeah. Right, it feels like it's slightly in its genesis, doesn't it? It is, it is, but I'm very, very excited about it. Yeah, because it's quite an iconic film and message, so yeah, it's good. Uh, the last thing locally I've got yep. is the Kenton Summer Roadshow yes. uh, over in Henley. Now, there's a few things there. There's the um, li- uh, something called Lion Inside. There's Wind mm. in the Willows as well. Yeah. But first up is the Three Musketeers. And Ooh. actually, uh, there's, one of my friends is in it. He's a very talented actor and magician. Okay. I think I've mentioned him before. He's, uh, you know, Darren Brown's behind-the-scenes man. Uh, but on the Saturday, the 24th of July, they're doing two shows. And they're doing that. It's outdoors again. It's mm. in the Mill Meadows in Henley. Um, nice. There's limited space. It's 
aimed for five plus, um, and it's the Three Musketeers. So sharpen your swords, lace up your boots, and stick a great big feather in your hat. It's a fast-paced, the three of them telling the whole story. Can the Dashing Musketeers retrieve the Queen's Prize Diamonds? Uh, so if you live in Henley or anywhere near and you fancy getting back to some live theatre, then that's coming to the Kenton Summer Roadshow on the 24th of July. Whoop, whoop. Go ahead, throw your rocks at me from your little glass house and then take off running. You're no better than me. We both made mistakes, haven't we? I won't undo what I'm doing to sit in judgment of what makes us human. I don't claim to be proud, but my head won't be hung in shame. I didn't plan it, but the light turned around. For a little less crazy And sometimes It's a hard left turn Down a road you never Thought you'd see I didn't plan it Taking back what's been taken For granted And I can't Stand it I'm sick of the way I've been waiting To break free I didn't plan it from the musical waitress. You are here on River Radio. Woo! You can listen on our website, river.radio, on our mobile app for Apple and Android, and you can even tell Alexa, play River Radio Live. Very nice. Oh, look at you doing your radio voice. River Radio Live. Ooh. This is a late night programme. Uh, there are two other things I wanted to mention. Go. One national, one digital. The national one uh, is about my press night. So Lyric Hammersmith Theatre is reopening yeah. tonight. Yay! Fantastic. With Out West, which is a world premiere of three short new plays Great. by some of the UK's leading playwrights. So there's Tanika Gupta, Simon Stevens and Roy Williams. Brilliant. Now, it opened six days ago. It's on for another month till the 24th of July. It's all about race 
identity and our sense of place and purpose. So it's coming through as a triple bill uh, and it's got a couple of, couple of little intervals in it and I'm really excited to be back there because one year ago, love, 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 I saw on a press night in the Lyric Hammersmith and it was the last time I'd been in, a, in an actual theatre. So it feels like a, a suitable bookend to returning to live theatre. Uh, and my digital thing I was going to just pop out with is Cruise. Do you remember we had yes! Jack Holden on really early yeah, on? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're in sh- show 16 now, but about show three, we chatted to Jack Holden, star creator, producer and writer of Cruise, um, about life in 80s Soho, about the AIDS crisis and about um, how people can get help if they want to come out. And it's an extraordinary show that I went to see on its final live performance in yeah. the West End. And it was just so deliriously uplifting to see him doing a one man show, you know, multi-rolling. It had sort of shades of Fleabag insofar as, you know, I know that's such a lazy comparison, but <laughs> one person playing all the roles. Sure. Jumped in and out of it brilliantly, sang beautifully and if you missed it, do not panic because it's streaming. So it's yeah. online for another three days. It got five stars in the Daily Telegraph, which, given that's not their normal go-to, <laughs> shows you just how very good it is to so catch that. And I have a friend of mine, uh, Kat Bensley, uh, who has written a show that is on the Southwark Playhouse. So I really highly recommend it. And this is on the 9th of July. It's called Chronic. And it's written by Kat and her friend Stuart Falston. And so that's going to be a really great, it's like a hysterical one-woman reflection on a journey that navigates an invisible chronic illness, um, exploring the unconscious medical bias that is experienced along the way. Um, so, yeah, it'll be got great music and humour. It's not all, you know, doom and gloom. Yeah. <laughs> but that's um, at the Southwark Playhouse, uh, 9th of July. So I have a look at that. I love the Southwark Playhouse. Yeah. I'm there the same day. Are you? So, yeah, I'm seeing something called... My my grandma's a walrus. I'm pretty sure. Really, which okay. has come from East Fifteen Drama School. Oh, amazing! Nice. Yeah, um, got some friends that you're going to see, or just fancied. To uh, I'm going with my girlfriend to go and see it, and uh, it's I think a third year who has written this play in her third year is now got it on at the Southwark Playhouse in her third year. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's yes, amazing. Exactly. I might have butchered that, but but that's <laughs> yeah, something a little bit like that. Yeah. Fantastic. Right, well, in a, awesome. in a few moments, we'll reveal our pick of the week. We shall indeed. And don't forget that coming up later, we've got an interview with Alex Borman. The lovely man that is sitting on my left. If only there was, like, a little video in here as well, we could... Oh, yeah. Show, yeah. We have got a camera coming. I've seen some footage of it. Absolutely. We'll have to take a selfie of ourselves and Absolutely. whack it on Facebook. Alex, <laughs> just, just as a little precursor, uh, tell us a, an actor that is inspiring to you. Oh, there's so many. Um, Gary Oldman. I Ooh, love yes, him. If yes. there's anyone's career I could steal, it would be Gary Oldman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's not done a bad he's not done a bad part. Even him and have you seen True Romance? No. Quentin Tarantino, I think it's that one that he okay. he wrote but didn't direct. Yeah. He's in it for about ten minutes, but he just steals the show. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's That's so good in that. Good question, that. Whose yeah. career would you steal? That's yeah. fantastic. It's between him and Ray Fiennes for whose career I would <laughs> yeah, 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 well. <laughs> You're going to be Voldemort. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, you yes. wanted me to tell you a little bit about my friend who's working on Happy Days at yes. the minute, which I've mentioned at the Riverside Studios, yeah. uh, directed by Sir Trevor Nunn. Well, she was chatting to him. She's the DSM on it. Yeah. Uh, she was chatting to him. He's apparently absolutely bursting at the seams with anecdotes. And one of them was about his time in Australia. I think it was Woman in White or Sunset Boulevard. It's something he was opening in Oz. Apparently, he does a very good Australian accent. I don't. And I'm going to do it to Joe, an Australian, right now, which is going to be very <laughs> embarrassing. And also to any Go other on. Australian listeners, do forgive me. 
apparently he, uh, he was doing open auditions. So he got this queue around the block, and this young guy comes in and he says, uh, "You know, nice to meet you." Oh yeah, no, good day, mate. I'm just going to do a little bit of this. He's like, okay, and then he sang beautifully. He's like, wow, that's a voice. Yeah. And then they were also asked to prepare a monologue. And this guy said, oh, yeah, well, no, nah, I thought I'd do a bit of Shakespeare. And Trevor Nunn, you know, founder of the RSC, is thinking, uh-uh, OK, best of luck. And then he does it, and apparently the accent just melts away. He nails, but more than the accent, he nails the character, nails the intensity, and it, he said, this is incredible. Yeah. And so he just he got up on stage and started working with him. He was so excited, yeah. you know, sort of firing on all cylinders and uh, was trying to draw more out of him mm. and throw it different ways and see how receptive he was to direction. Absolutely, like, just soft putty Sponge. in his hands. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, you've got the assistants going, uh, Sir Trevor, uh, we've, we've quite a queue outside. He's like, no, no, send them all away, I don't need it. And this guy's just, you know, sort of throwing himself into it. Turns out it's a man called Hugh Jackman. Of course. Uh, who he then, when Sir Trevor was doing, uh, I don't know why I keep calling him Sir Trevor, but Trevor, when Trevor yeah. Nunn was directing Oklahoma for the National Theatre, he flew him over to play the lead, and that's what got him seen for Wolverine. Yeah. So that his career took off from just being good at life. It's so nice to And having to know a very those... bad Australian accent. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got a little bit from the musical. We have, and here is Hugh Jackman singing. When I take you out tonight with me the way it's gonna be You will sit behind a team of snow white horses In the slickest gig you ever see Chicks and ducks and geese better scurry When I take you out in the surrey When I take you out in the surrey With a fringe on top that fringe and see how it flutters When I drive them high-stepping strutters Nosy pokes all peek through the shutters And their eyes will pop The wheels are yellow, the upholstery's brown The dashboard's genuine leather With us and glass curtains you can roll right down In case there's a change in the weather Two broadside lights winking and blinking Sorry with a fringe on the top Would you say the fringe was made of silk? Oh, wouldn't have no other kind but silk Has it really got a team of snow-white horses? One's like snow, the other's more like milk When I take you out in the surrey with a fringe on top When we hit that road, help a leather Child cats and dogs will dance in the heather Birds and frogs will sing all together And the toads will pop The wind will whistle as we rattle along The cows will moo in the clover The river will ripple at a whispered song Don't you wish you'd go on forever? Don't you wish you'd go on forever? Don't you wish you'd go on forever and it never stop? 
in that shiny little story with a fringe on the top. Time for our pick, time for our pick of the week, mate. Oh my goodness, Roddy, <laughs> we need to do some work on that. Oh no, I just have a lovely time. It doesn't matter if it's right, does it? It's just as so long as I'm smiling. Oh, my word. Okay. I'll keep quiet for a moment. What's our pick of the week, Joe? So shall I do the rest of this in, a, in an Aussie accent or shall I just just not bother? Give us or... your best RP. Oh, for heaven's sake. Give us your Queen's English. Oh, I don't know if I can. Um, anyway, so I want to talk about Jamfest and uh, the Comedy Weekender and music night that's happening at Higginson Park next week. Oh, next week. Woo! Oh. Yeah, so this is in Marlow. Uh, the Alfresco Theatre is doing a bit of a tour around Buckinghamshire and it is in Higginson Park in Marlow next week. And so from Wednesday night, there is a music night of loads of local bands and uh, singer-songwriters. We've got um, Lucy Jean Taylor has come back from Liverpool to perform. She's a Marlow girl. We have Joseph Batterbury and Beth Venables uh, performing as well. We've got Peerless Pirates, the band. I might even do something. I was going to say, I heard Joe Carter was doing a 15-minute live set yeah. for the first time in... A long time. <laughs> <laughs> About 15 years, I reckon. Uh, I won't be able to be here, but if anyone is able to film no, that, I would fine. be much obliged. Alex, would you... It, yeah, yeah, I'll just... It's yeah, fine, Kevin, it's you might, fine. You might lose your ticket to uh, Hamlet, but yeah, yeah, just hide behind a bush for me. <laughs> it's all good. But, um, and then on the Saturday and the Sunday, uh, Jam Theatre students get a fabulous opportunity to perform because obviously it's been a long time since they've performed. And there's a session at 11 to 12.30, 2.30 to 4 on both days with lots of different people performing. So we've got from the youngsters to the adults um, and our academy students. We've got special guest um, performers as well. So Jocasta Allen Gill from the West End and she's currently in Anne Juliet. She is performing on the Saturday shows for Jam. And then Kayla Carter, who's about to go on tour with Bedknobs and Broomsticks, is going um, on the Sunday. So lots of really exciting stuff. But this is during the day and in the evening on the Thursday, uh, Friday night, Saturday night and Sunday night, we have the most amazing comedians. Oh, wow. So we have Russell Howard, Joe Bishop, uh, John Bishop. There's just so many incredible people. Yeah, uh, Dara yeah. And if you want to book for the comedy, you go to thealfrescotheatre.co.uk. And if you want to book for any of uh, the other nights, and even Borlay School has um, a night of uh, performances on the Monday night, um, you go to Jamfest. 2021.org. Very good. Right. Well, it's time for me to quiz you before you quiz us. Mm. Oh, hello. What's happening here? Come back. Here's your next snippet. Faces of consternation here. Confusion. Uh, uncertainty. Any closer to knowing what this is? <laughs> a large in- intake of breath and inhalation. Yeah, I, well, the only thing that's coming to me really, Roddy, is I need to introduce you to more shows. <laughs> <laughs> I want more ones that you've heard of. So if you know what that is, email studio at river.radio. So studio at river.radio to tell us what you think it is. Uh, we're after the show, so we don't need to know the name of the track. Can you glean what that is from the show? I could write out the sheet, the sheet music and the melody for oh, you. Is that, very uh, impressive. No, no but no, okay. okay. That, is, that is a very good skill. Shall we see what little skill Alex and I can demonstrate in the quiz? <laughs> Thank you. 
yet again one of my favourite times of the week. Now, Alex, have you got pen and paper ready to write down the answers to these questions? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're fantastic. Okay, Roddy, you ready? Yeah, ready. And no cheating between the two of you either. Oh, is it a competition? All right? I was hoping we could work together. Oh, no. Come on, <laughs> well, boys. Let's see how it goes. Come on, boys. All right. And everybody listening, here we go. The first question is In the musical Mamma Mia, how many dads does the character Sophie have? And can you name them? Okay, yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> so how many dads does the character Sophie have in the musical Mamma Mia? And can you name them? I can Question- name the actors in the film. I'm sure you could, actually. Question two. Which musical tells the story of Elle Woods, a sorority girl who enrolls in Harvard to win back her ex-boyfriend? Oh, Alex right, seems... Got, I think I've got that Positive one. on yeah. that one? I'm seeing quite a lot of pink in a chihuahua. Yeah. Uh, Question three. What is the name of the main horse in War Horse? Yep. Oh, cool. I, I thought you'd know that one. So what is the name of the main horse in War Horse? Well, not that he played the horse, but Jack Holden, who I mentioned in Cruise the Play, was the lead guy, whatever his name is, the young Albert. soldier that... T- Albert. Yeah. yeah. Okay, question four. What was the real name of the bogus teacher in School of Rock? Now, he, in as the teacher, took on his flatmate's name, but what was his real name? <sighs> in the School of Rock. Yeah. Yeah? No, I, no. Mean, I don't know. I can remember who he pretends to be. Yeah, that's not what I'm looking for, Roddy. Do you know Alex? No. Oh, no. I watched it the other day as well. Did you? Yeah. Alex, had his, Alex has his head in his hands. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now you know how Roddy feels every week. Yeah, uh, yeah. Welcome <laughs> to my world. And question five, according to the song, how many colours are there in Joseph's <gasps> coat? I Oh, oh I could tell you a couple of them. I couldn't tell you the colours. Well, it's how many? Is no, no, one, I know. I couldn't tell yeah. you. Okay, I'm going to have to sing it through and hope that the syllables will give it yeah. to me. So according to the song, how many colours are there in Joseph's coat? So I'm just going to quickly scan that. Mamma Mia, how many dads does Sophie have and can you name them? Which musical has Elle Woods, uh, who goes to Harvard? Uh, question three, what was the name of the main horse in War Horse? Four, name the real name of the bogus teacher in School of Rock, not the flatmate's name. And according to the song, how many colours are there in Joseph's coat. Right, you've got two minutes to try and work those out whilst Alex and I sit here crying. (laughs) (laughs) See whether you can get us your answers to studio at river.radio. Look 
love Christine Bransky. She is throwing so, it around on the beach. So good. That's for the film version, obviously. Yeah. Great. Oh, now it's mia. time for the quiz answers. And Sam's joined us in the studio just Yay! as the time up bell goes. <laughs> Sam, how much do you know about theatre stuff? Oh, I love theatre, so what I know about it is going to be zero, though. But I, am, I love the theatre. <laughs> OK, all right. right. This is so a proper th- competition on the go now. This it's is. A three so we have race. Roddy, we have Sam, we have Alex. Here we go. So the first question was in the musical Mamma Mia, how, which we've just heard from. How many dads does the character Sophie have, and can you name them? Go on. Three dads. Yes. Three dads. Excellent, Sam. I would have said three as well, yep. but I could I've got name three. Them. Okay, but I, we've got names. Beyond Pierce, Brosnan, Stellan, Skarsgård. Yeah, yeah, I'll name yeah. them. The other one. So the answers were Pierce. Bill, Sam and Harry. Of course. Uh, Just so that you know. Okay. Of course. So question two. Which musical tells the story of Elle Woods, a sorority girl who enrolls in Harvard to win back her boyfriend? Everybody must know this one. <laughs> Uh, Legally Blonde. It is. Yeah. Sam, you're good. Really? Yeah, two apiece so far. <laughs> yeah, we need Sam in every week. Yeah. Uh, question three. <laughs> what, is, <laughs> what is the name of the main horse in the show War Horse? No, I'm nowhere near the answer for that. Do you know Sam? Uh, no, I was going to say Champion, but that would oh, be... Oh, Champion, the, the Wonder, Wonder Horse. horse. <laughs> uh, no, Joey. <laughs> it is Joey, correct. Uh, well right. done, yeah. And that was um, owned by Albert. Uh, what was the real name of the bogus teacher in the School of Rock. So not, he took his flatmate's name, which was Ned Schneebly. Yeah, but Ned Schneebly, But yeah. what was his real name? Anyone? I want to say Jack, but that's just Jack Black. No, yeah. I was say, yeah. no, no, no. Dewey Finn. Oh, Dewey. yes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you do know this. All right, now this is the big one. According to the song, how many colours are there in Joseph's coat? Did you have a little sing song? Yes, I've been for a little walk around. I've been to the toilet. (laughs) Thanks very much, Jen. Just sharing my ablutions with the world. And I think it's 21. Okay. Sam, give us a guess. 19. Okay. I was going to go 17. All right. It's 29. Oh, oh. That goes round okay. again. Okay. It, I was going, you know, it depends whether there's another. Well, no, I, look, I've got a whole list of them here. There are actually 29 different colours um, shared. I can't think of the word. But I've got a little bit from uh, Philip Schofield, so who played Joseph, obviously. And let's see whether he can remember all 29. Okay, come on, Philip. Yeah, I can still remember all of them. Do the colours. remember the colours? Red and yellow and green and brown and scarlet and black and ochre and peach and ruby and olive and violet and fawn and lilac and gold and chocolate and mauve and cream and crimson, silver and rose, azure and lemon, russet grey, purple, white, pink and orange and blue. Oh, very That's good. impressive, isn't it? I saw him play it. It was about the first theatre thing I ever saw at Birmingham Hippodrome, and Philip Schofield was Joseph. Aww. He was great. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. That's amazing. Can you remember anything that you learnt when you were a kid that's just stuck in your brain? Not that Philip was a kid. Uh, how to remember the planets. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. My very energetic mouse just shot up Nan's pants. <laughs> <laughs> or just, or, well, I suppose it's no pants anymore, is it? <laughs> oh, no, pants are back. Pants, pants are back. Pants are back. back. Okay. I can still remember all the lyrics to the Nightmare song from Gilbert and Sullivan's Ilanthe, right. uh, the Lord Chancellor's song, because I learned it on my paper round aged 15. Very and nice. And it's stuck. I would like to think that Alex remembers the orders of sharps and flats in a key signature. <laughs> um, Father... <laughs> Oh, Father Christmas goes down a chimney backwards. Oh, so close. So close. Sam and I are sitting here absolutely (laughs) none the wiser. (laughs) Father Christmas goes down and eats bananas. 
Or, or, oh, yeah. It was the E. Backwards. I don't what know, I... darling. It was just that one. Backwards oh. is fine because it's the B. Okay. But more yeah. great five music theory next week. <laughs> now we're going to we're going to jump into the vault now. All right, this is exciting. Quick, 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 quick! quick. Okay, we've, we've got, got more got people four of us to get in. Oh, quite this quick. is going to be a tight squeeze. Okay, we're in and right. Rifle through the index. I left my coffee in there. Oh no! Yeah. Oh dear! It's all south from here then. It is. And it's K. It K? is K. What's K for? Let's uh, just. Can you pass me the file? Yep. There you go. <coughs> Thank you so much. No problem. Doing a bit of archers acting. There. <laughs> Kinky Boots <laughs> is Oi. the musical uh, that in the show we're going to talk about today. So Kinky Boots is based on the real story um, of a guy called Charlie's whose dad had a shoe shop. Up. Hello. Sorry. What are you doing? I was trying to get rid of me, and I got rid of you by mistake. That'd be a mistake, wouldn't it? Because I don't know the plot of Kinky Boots. Yeah, and that's a bit disappointing because you should have seen it by well, now. I have. <laughs> oh my word! Okay, all right. It's a, it's originally a film. Okay, and in Northern uh, England, uh, Charlie Price, young man, uh, is taking over his dad's shoe shop, but everything's failing dreadfully. There's just no. Um, no need for the shoes that he's making, really. So uh, he ends up running into um, a person called Lola, who's actually a drag artist. And he, she says, why don't you make some shoes for our lot? Because they're just really boring shoes that we can have. And so the two of them together um, design these incredible stiletto heels for the drag artists. And that's what this failing shoe company ends up making so it feels a bit like the elves and the shoemaker to start and then it feels and then i mix it up in my head with jamie because of the drag artist and the sort of becoming being you i slightly muddle it in my head yeah but this is a very long time ago as well right so this is one of the first things that happened oh right don't forget it was a film cindy lauper writes all the music yes. yeah so we know it's going to be good no, it's going to be good. She's cracker. Have you seen it, Alex? I've seen it. I've yeah. seen it twice. Once live, once on, I think, the NT live version of yeah. it. Oh, it's great. brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. You're a fan. I'm a big fan. I've got my, one of my favourite songs from musical theatre is is Hold Me In Your Heart. Oh, okay, right. yeah. All right. Well, yeah. maybe, Roddy, we can yeah, find yeah. that one and, yeah. and quickly play that. Rustle that out the vault whilst yeah. we're in there. What I love is the energy of it and also the fact that even just when all these drag artists walk into the factory where they're making the shoes, like these straight northerners are like, oh my goodness, what is this? That's like, it's yes. just really funny. Visual flashback, I can remember that. Yeah. But also, the choreography is incredible. So they're all in these, I don't know how they do it, all in these um, stiletto <laughs> boots, these amazing men, are looking more gorgeous than the average female as well. Have you ever worn stilettos? Uh, no, I, I can't. Oh no, I have. Have Ooh. I? Yeah. Well, were you were a female for me. I was. Yeah. In a play. Yes. Um, yeah. What was it? I was in a, a play. Sister to add. Yeah. I was yeah. a stepsister in Into the Woods. Into the Woods. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sam? Great fun. Uh, I have. Yeah. Through Heathrow Airport. <laughs> were you pretending through to be Heathrow? A, pretending to be a British Sorry? Airways? No. Uh, it was a rugby tour, and uh, thirty army officers decided that we would dress up as women yeah. to go there. And the worst part of it was, we got on the plane, got to the other end, and the Devon Dorset Regiment were there to greet us as army officers. But we were thirty <laughs> women, or dragged, wow. but badly done. Yeah, yeah. And it was in those days where you didn't have the uh, thing that it reached the plane, so you had to walk off the stairs <laughs> to the infamous dread of my life. Present. Oops. The whole of the Devon Dorset <laughs> Regiment, and we had to do a Guard of Honour inspection in stilettos walking oh, past them. Wow. Bold. 
Bold move. Yeah. I mean, they've been career limiting. <laughs> we always learn more. Yeah, absolutely. About Sam's yeah. life every time he's here. Very patchwork past, isn't it? There's a kaleidoscope of stories. Well, one thing about, I've got to say this, is they have travelators in the show. And so you've got these guys in amazing stiletto boots dancing on a travelator at the same time. It's phenomenal. And the music is amazing. But could we play? Uh, this is called Step One. Facing the impossible I may be chasing after miracles And there may be the steepest mountain To overcome But this is their one This is their one Who knew I had it in me Let me begin Facing the impossible, I may be chasing after miracles, and there may be the steepest mountain to overcome. This is step one. It's not just a factory, this is my family. Facing the impossible, we may be chasing after miracles, and there may be the steepest mountain to overcome. We may be facing the impossible, we may be chasing after miracles, and there may be the steepest mountain to Thank you very much. Uh, you're listening to River Radio, online at river.radio, on Apple, Android and Alexa. You can listen again on our website. We're a podcast on Apple and Spotify now, and we're coming soon to DAB. All exciting news here at River Radio. Woohoo! And Sam, thank you very much for making all this happen. Oh, you're yeah. very welcome. Got the big boss in the studio. Quick, yeah. Don't slip up. <laughs> OK, so we have... Alex Borman! Woohoo! I 
am thrilled to have in the studio. And it's been great you've been here the whole time as well. I know, the first one. The gorgeous Alex Borman, who, how old were you when we met? Ten? No. Really? Yeah, it's Maybe it's quite younger young. than that, you know. I was in year six, however old okay, that is. Okay, so yeah, around ten. Around ten. Golly, that's a long time, yeah. isn't it, mate? I was a pirate in the mouse who didn't, didn't like cheese. Didn't like cheese, <laughs> I do remember, and yeah. you were a very gorgeous pirate. Thank I you. remember there's a photograph of you and little Finn as well. Yeah, my, there my is, youngest, isn't there? yeah, in that. But that was great. So you caught the acting bug quite early on, did. didn't you? Yeah, I yeah. certainly did. And you were at Great Marlow. Yep, yep. And you did acting shows there as well. I what did. What did you do there? Yeah, I, I mean, we didn't really do shows. I just sort of went to the lessons and and hoped for the best yeah. really it was yeah and then you came to jam theater and we're doing extra acting classes and everything like that with rob lane and, and you know all these things yeah. and of course the lovely roddy peters yes. is in the studio now um yeah so you came to jam academy sixth form to do it properly yeah yeah yep. two years there was brilliant yeah absolutely I, brilliant i have some lovely memories of because what we try and do is make sure that everybody has all the skills Yes. Even though you wanted to be a straight actor. And dance was a, a new thing for you, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, and I also think that that is what my time at Jam is the, is the best I will ever be at dance. It's only gone downhill <laughs> from there again since, honestly. I know that feeling, peaking when training. You look at yourself in your mirror like, oh, look, I can do this. And yeah, then you yeah. flash back to that memory a few years later. <laughs> one, one, one of my best memories is, is um, Alex in the ballet class with the six-year-olds. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The beginner ballet class, you know. <laughs> Why not? He was awesome. Great. Awesome. Yeah. I might and come a, and join that class. And, of course, you didn't really sing, did you, when you started? No. But your grad show at Jam was Dogfight, which yeah, is still yeah, one yeah. of my favourite musicals, which oh, we must yeah, talk me, about at some too. point. Yeah. And you you sang and acted so brilliantly in that. I know. Thank you. That's great. Um, yeah. Again, the singing is not something I've been able to keep up with much since okay. then. We didn't do much of it at drama well, school. Well, you know where I am. If you need yes. a little, I mean, I, I it was one of the one of the big things that I loved about Jam was the singing, especially. Yeah. And from there, you won a scholarship to Alra. I did. Yeah. Which uh, tell us about Alra. Oh, it was the best three years of my life. Mm. Yeah. To to um to finally be with a bunch of actors for three years and everyone there is just so committed to what they're doing and you're learning about these things, these methods and the practitioners and everything and you enjoy it so much. And then finally the third year comes and you get to do, I think we did three, three everyone was in at least three plays. So we sure. did a play called Moonfleet, Posh and um, what was the last one called? Days of Significance by Roy, Roy Williams. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so it's like... This this whole two years built up to this final year, and you just got to just go for it. And, and now, yeah, we love to see our graduates, you know, perform their first pro show after yeah. you know they've gone to drama school and everything. But I came and saw you in Posh, and you, um, you really downplayed your role because you were actually the lead, <laughs> and you didn't tell me that. <laughs> um, and you were. Incredible. I was just so, so proud of, um, you. you know, the level you'd got to. Yeah. And from leaving Aura, what, what's been happening? So, um, well, I mean, it, it was, it's been a strange year, obviously. Um, uh, so I graduated in uh, around July 2019. Are you sure? So obviously there was only a few months before 
lockdown. lockdown. Yeah. Um, so during that time, in that small gap, I did, which you've mentioned on this show before, a short film called Ruth. Oh, which is stunning. A one, uh, one shot and actually a one shot as well. A lot of people ask, is it like um, 1917 where they make it look like, oh, there's a dog in here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <Keep> going. <laughs> um, it's like, a, yeah, a 13 minute actual one shot. It's so beautiful. Um, story of this lady with dementia as we go through mm. her, her house and yeah. You mentioned yeah. it a few weeks ago, Jane. I did, yeah. It's beautiful. It's, it's so it's well done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the, the crew on that were just insanely yeah. talented. Like, yeah, everyone was so committed to making it what it was. T- tell us about some, uh, like, directors or writers <laughs> that you... You're okay, Sam. <laughs> Sam's just having a little moment. <laughs> um, tell us about some directors and writers that you have worked with that have just been inspirational and incredible yeah so the director of um of posh as you said a guy called josh roach um who's done loads loads of stuff if you've seen that um you know there's that sketch of all the guys uh doing the hamlet speech to Mm, be yes 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 yes. he was a big part of that i think maybe he directed that i'm not sure okay um but he, he taught us so much during that um, rehearsal period for mm. Posh. Uh, there was a, a big thing. We I think we ended up getting him a T-shirt that said, stop generating. He had this phrase called <laughs> stop generating. Like, um, I can tell you're acting, basically. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so stop. Basically, which is, <laughs> I mean, the hardest, most vague note to get as an actor but, is stop acting. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he, he just gave us these nuggets of wisdom just throughout the whole thing, which, yeah, I learned so much from that experience. Yeah. Which is, yeah, maybe why you enjoyed it so much. Yeah, <laughs> go on. Oh, uh, so lastly, a show that you would love to be in. Oh, brilliant. Um, so, I mean, I saw, it's a one-man It's a one man show, a bit narcissistic perhaps. Go but um, The Death of England, which okay. I saw um, at the National, that was the last thing I've seen. Yeah. Um, with, that's, again, Roy Williams. Um, and it was... Um, Following him around. It? Yeah, Rafe, Rafe's Ball. Rafe Spall played him. Okay. Yeah, cool, yeah, yeah. Like nasty character, but troubled and yeah. Yeah, he's a good actor. Yeah, he's yeah. great. Cool. So that's it. That is it. We're running out of time. I know. I've got a short, I mean, I did as requested, I've got a tiny burst of Hold Me In Your Heart, but we haven't got very long to play it because we've got to wrap up Name That Show. So maybe we ought to play it in homage to Alex next week. <laughs> in yeah, it's such a beautiful song and it's so. Oh, heartbreaking as well because um, it's about relationship with his dad. But that's okay. Oh, we'll play. Yeah. It, we'll play. It, we'll play it in full next week yes. for you, Alex. Well, and you can listen at home. He's just, des- just describing the absolute chaos that he's witnessed whilst he's here. Whereas <laughs> I'm pleased that at home it sounds a little bit like we're the swan on top of the water. It's time to finish off. Name that show, please. Right. This what, is what your last got? clip. Can you get it from this? Okay. Alex has, Alex has erupted. Oh, got a, got an called? idea? There's, there's we only... just need the name of the show, not the name of the song. So there it is again. It's not that. Joe's writing down a suggestion. It's one that you don't really like, which is why I've done it. This is a bit of a callback to weeks ago uh, when it was revealed. And Joe had to pedal back on the fact that she had said she doesn't like this show, which is... My Fair Lady. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's My Fair Lady. It's the Ascot Gavotte. And I thought we'd yes. play it in honour of the uh, yeah. 12,000 people that were allowed to go to Ascot last week. I thought we'd pull it back to theatre and play yeah. the Ascot Gavotte. There's a lovely moment in the middle of this when it all goes quiet and it's them watching 
watching the horses run past it. I'm not doing a Dermot O'Leary and just going silent on air. So, it's time for us to say goodbye. It is. Alex, thank you so much for joining thank us. Thank you for Join us next Thursday for more from the stage door. Next Thursday at 11. Stay tuned for SJ. Woohoo! broadcast to bring you